somebody's just sent in a most woeful video that unfortunately I just opened his job as John was starting job spot there. Um, I, I'm going to let John have a look at it outside and uh, figure out. Um, but if it's what I think it is, we'll just be sending it to Angarda Shikona. And the person who sent it in to me said, please don't read out my name. Um, you might just come back and give me more information on that, please, if you don't mind. I'm, I'm disturbed by... Don't watch it, John, until you finish the programme. It's very disturbing. Um, very, very, very disturbing people out there. Will you come back, the person that texted, will you come back and tell us, please, where that came from? And um, what is the context of it? And is the thing in question dead or not? And if it's a, if it's a comedy, it's a sick comedy now, I can tell you that much. Um, yeah, that threw me now, guys, I have to say. Really did. Gardening advice with MacD's Garden Centre in Galway Irish Crystal. If you love gardening, you'll love MacD's. It's just fan dabby dozy. Fan flipping dabby dozy and McKeown joins us uh, on the line today. And good morning to you. Good morning, Keith. How are you doing? Uh, and like, again, this weather is shocking out there. I'm, I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming you, Anne. <laughs> that'll be a new one no, I get blamed for most things so it, the weather wouldn't be just <laughs> absolutely shocking just a step too far yeah no we sent you on a photograph can, earlier can, can, well, yeah. Uh, yeah I got the photograph I was just going to say there before we went into things in case we forgot it I got the photograph you sent me this morning um, it's a cordyline it looks very much like it's completely frost damaged but if you could a person could check the stem of it the the main trunk of it, and if it's soft, it's a definite goner. But if it's solid or firm, rather, um, there's good hope for it. But what I would say is all hope is not lost, even if the foliage and the stem are dead, because cordylines do re-sprout from the base again. So when you think they've died, they suddenly come back and reappear again. So I'm not saying it's gone completely, but it's gone in its present form. So it is. It is gone. Just gone. 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 Yeah. Is, is that well? It's gone. Them? It's gone by the look of it. But I wouldn't give up hope on the whole plant being gone from the root because the root does resprout. Mm. But it just may come. It'll take a while to 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 mature again. You know. Now somebody else sent me, and I tried to send it on to you, Anne, but um, Fran McKeown, I have two cacti being in the same compost mm. for a few years. Um, should I change the compost now or have I left it too late this year? Is there a special compost for cacti? Now, they look, they look, they have needles on them. Oh, yeah, they are cacti, yeah, sorry. So what would you recommend, Dan? I would recommend you, you transplant them into a bigger pot, all right, if they're pot-bound. But what I would say is, first of all, you're not too late. You're actually too early. I wouldn't do it before April and do it from April to September when the, the roots will be warmer. So you're plenty of time. Um, there is special cacti compost that you can buy. But if you can't get it, just get an ordinary compost, a John Innes compost would be great because there's a bit of sand in it, and add a fistful more sand, a, builder, a bit of builder sand or horticultural sand, not sea sand, to the compost, and then mix it all up together and plant your cacti into that, and they'll be grand. Um, and again, you can get that in your local garden centre. Oh, you get that in your local garden centre. No problem. McDees will have it, I'm sure. And if not, they'll be able to tell you or they may be able to get it in for you. Somebody else wants to know, and how do I curtail furs in my garden? Uh, they've gone very wild. Uh, I like them when they are in flower, but I just need to trim them at this stage. 
Okay, well, furs or whins, as they're sometimes known, or gorse, as they're more commonly known, do not like pruning in that if you cut them back, they get kind of woody. But there is no alternative because you can't start, as some people tend to do, burn them out of it because that is really dangerous and also harmful to wildlife. So I'd forget that, get that thought if that was in your head out of it immediately. But what you can do is cut them back with um, a strimmer or cut them back with a loppers, which is a long-handled shears. They will look a bit gaunt and a bit ugly looking when you do it, but they will recover and they will regrow. Now, if they're the wild gorse, they will continue to regrow and reseed and spread and spread and spread. So you have a big job getting them out. But if they're the cultivated gorse, which looks very look like it, but ones you would have bought in a garden centre, they don't spread because the seed in the flower is a different seed and it doesn't spread. So you plant one plant, you get one plant, but it does get bigger and it will need cutting back. As I say, they look a bit ugly when they're cut back, but they will recover. Okay, somebody else wants to know how often should I water uh, violets, I think it's V-I-O-L-E-T-S. And does that make sense to you? Okay, well, if they're indoors, if they're indoors, every three weeks is sufficient. If they're outdoors, there's no need to water them unless we have a drought. So every three weeks otherwise are from there. Yeah. Um, and and try not to pour the water down on the foliage. Put it around the plant or on in the base, in the saucer, and let it grow up from there. I don't know if they're indoor or outdoor, but don't wet the foliage if you can help it. Okay. Um, should I fertilise my plants now in preparation for the summer? No, you hold tough until about April and you, you do it from then on. There's still no growth and um, you'll only make them soft to the weather, be they indoors or outdoors. You're time enough doing it in April. Uh, our garden doesn't get much sun, partial sun or otherwise, uh, on a daily basis. What are the best plants uh, for that? Okay, I can think of two. There's lots of them. I can think of three offhand. I'll just give you three names because I could be rattling off names all the time so my best advice to you would be to go to your garden centre and discuss it with them but I'll give you three names that you should look into if you want a dwarf plant that will take the shade but has a beautiful perfume at this time of year you want a sarcococca s-a-r-c-a-c-o-c-c-a sarcococca now that's dwarf heavily perfumed this time of year other another plant that's much taller is the golden holly, otherwise known as Ilex, I-L-E-X, golden king. And a third plant that's great for the shade is Mahonia, M-A-H-O-N-I-A, yellow flower in winter. All those take the shade. They're just three of many plants that are out there. So, um, you know, this, the, do your homework before you go planting so that you can get a nice array of planting, uh, planting scheme in your garden. Should I plant in containers or raised gardens, Anne, uh, seeing as the ground is so wet? Um, well, it depends on if the ground is continually wet in that it's waterlogging, because if it's waterlogged ground, you definitely have to raise the If you don't drain the ground, you've got to raise the beds up and get elevated beds so that they're not getting their feet in water if the water table is high. But if they're just wet because it's been raining over the winter time um, there's no big need but raised beds are ideal and containers are ideal for anybody that might have uh, a problem stooping arthritic 
maybe limbs and just getting a bit in older and just finding it harder to stoop all those things maybe even blood pressure problems where you don't want to be stooping down all the time then something like a raised beds or containers mm. are are good but the choice is your own either work the only thing is the containers demand a bit more watering so they demand a bit more attention so if you if you're a kind of person that goes away on holidays or goes away for weekends a lot the containers might not be the answer because they might demand too much water. Another uh, colour was so is the um, frost gone, Anne, or is it the last frost gone? Last frost oh. gone. Uh, I couldn't hazard a guess, really, but I'd say no. I'd say we could get more. The forecast is for colder weather. It's only it's only just the second day of February yet. We you could get frost up to May, mm. you know. So I'm not I'm not saying it's gone. I I don't know for sure. I don't know does anybody know, but um, you don't let that put you off gardening. You you there's plenty of work to be done in the garden anyway. And finally, um, I want to grow vegetables this year. I've never done it before. What are the mm. easiest vegetables to grow for year one and two? Okay, well, um. Potatoes are quite easy to grow, but you need space for them. Um, but they are quite easy to grow. You would buy your seed potato at this time of year. That's the potato in the garden centre and it's ready for sprouting. You would put it in a box in the greenhouse or in the in the polytunnel or in the shed and you would sprout them. And then you would plant them out around St. Patrick's Day there or thereabouts. Uh, others that are very easy is onions. Very easy to grow very easy for your first time round so you could buy some sets and shallots they're the big onions and the small onions the little salad onions get a little mixture of both onions very easy to grow ones that would be harder to grow and maybe should stay away from for your first year would be carrots and parsnips bit harder to grow and any of what they call the brassicas the cabbages and the broccolis and all those they're easy to grow as well all right, and thank you, Dee, for joining us. Uh, one, one thing, Keith, Sorry, can yeah, I yeah. just give an announcement if you had yeah, the time? Yeah, yeah. A garden talk in Balnes, uh, given by um, in conjunction with Balnesloe Flower and Garden Club, given by Kevin Begley of Coolwater Gardens, Fedamore in Limerick. It's in Golan's Hotel, and it's on Wednesday the eighth of February. Wednesday the eighth of February, a garden talk in Golan's Hotel. All are welcome. So next Wednesday, Golan's uh, Hotel. What time is that at? It's at 8 o'clock, eight o'clock and you don't have to be a member of the Flower Club, you can come on the night and just enjoy it. Kevin Begley, the, the, the name of the talk is, or the title is Goodbye Lawn, Hello Pond. So that's kind of self-explanatory. So if you want to get rid of your lawn and you want an alternative and you maybe want to put in a water feature, he will give you ideas. I think we all have water features that's called flooding in our gardens oh, right have. now. And thanks for joining us uh, today in the programme. Amy Keown joining us uh, on the programme today. Comment lines are open today. If you want to get through to us, we'd love to hear from you. 086 38 33 With thanks to the team in Rationale Windows, uh, keeping your clear view. And we do this and this. Gardening advice with MacD's Garden Centre in Galway Irish Crystal with everything from plants, shrubs, pots, garden furniture and much, much more. If you love gardening, you'll love MacD's. It's just fan-dabby-dozy. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Click and Collect allows you to collect your order whenever suits you. Now, a lovely story came away because a Galway business has been announced as a winner of the Google uh, Your Business uh, competition. Chloe Gardner sits up to me today and um, she's joined us a few times with the local enterprise office and otherwise uh, because she is the person behind Wonky 
Woolens. Now you told me this story before, but how? Do, I'll put you right in there. How did Wonky Woolens come up, uh, about? Yeah, well, I started the Wonky Woolens when I was 15 years old after I'd found a collection of really wonky knitted creatures in my granny's attic, which had been passed to my family for generations. And these toys had survived years of play and adventure from the time my granny had been a child. And this inspired me to begin creating my own wonky woolens for others with the hope that they too could be cherished for a lifetime. So we kind of provide these really quirky and unique quality handmade soft toys for new babies or for young kids. You're going back a hundred years when when people used to knit them like that for them and when the child was coming you'd knit them or you'd wait for the child and then they'd be knitted and given to the child. But those kind of blankies and all those bits, they all stay with the child for, through life. They do and they're just, they're built to last unlike the kind of mass produced generic toys you might see. Like the wonky woolens because they're handmade and there's a real person behind it making sure that everything is, is made to high standard and quality. It's something that a kid is going to have forever. Now I did ask you before you come in, you're in college as well now. So I am, yeah. So studying commerce. Yeah, I'm studying commerce. So when do you get a chance then? Have you a team with you now? Because the last time you were here, you were making all the wonky woolens. Yeah, so we have a bit of news coming now next week. I got delayed again about that. But there is a bit of a team forming at the minute. Um, so it's no longer completely dependent on me making all the toys, which I'm very grateful for because it was non-stop making toys. But yeah, so I'm full-time in commerce and NUIG and with but, that. But in the run-up to Christmas, you were flat out though, weren't you? Yeah, I was flat out in the run-up to Christmas. It's kind of non-stop, I think. The office and our poor living room are destroyed with wool and soft toys everywhere in, in making them. But And do you knit them or do you create them or how do you go about They're doing? all crocheted. So crocheted. it's like knit, but it, they're all crocheted and it kind of gives them a much um, much stronger kind of shape and size. And you, would you be good at crochet? You must be if you're carrying the whole camp. <laughs> I'd like to think I am. I uh, I taught myself when I was 12 how to crochet off YouTube and since then I've kind of fallen in love with it and just kind of developed a bit of a skill for it. Go back, go back, go back. <laughs> you taught yourself how to crochet from YouTube? Yeah, from YouTube. I kind of... But you're a determined little lady. <laughs> Not little, but young lady. <laughs> wow, yeah. wow. And um, you're off to Birmingham, you said, for a trade show? Yeah, we're off to our first trade show um, in Birmingham now for... We're starting, we're trading from Sunday to Wednesday and we were given the stand for free by Theopophetus, so you might know from Dragon's Den UK. Oh, yeah, we yeah. were one of 12 winners who won a free stand at Spring Fair. So we were representing the Small Business Sunday community, which is run by Theopathita. So it's a phenomenal opportunity. And uh, do you have to bring a lot of stock with you? There'll be a bit of stock coming because this is like retail buyers. It's less so to the public. Um, there'll be a good bit of stock coming with us just to show buyers. But um, it'll launch us into retail now in the UK and Ireland. But you're going to have to scale up now hugely, you know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is scaling. It's good. <laughs> and are you making a few bob out of it? Oh yeah, I'm making a good few bob out of it and we're, we're doing really well. We're coming down on awards with the You're the Business Google Award. We won a three small business grant from Three and Enterprise Nation. We were highly commended in the Irish Maid Awards and the Kids category. So we're doing really well and it's just brilliant to see how far the Woolens have come. Okay, as, as, a, as, a, former, as a parent of former students, well, just about. Um, do you spend much time studying? Well, I think the beauty of it is that it is a commerce degree and because I have the experience in business, a lot of the content isn't new to me. So I don't necessarily have to go to a lecture or I, I go to some lectures, but you I'm You make very, an appearance. Too. I make an appearance, but I'm lucky in the fact that this content that we're studying isn't necessarily new. So it's it's much easier for me. Mm. So where can you see Wonky Wollens going to? I really what want to... scale of what heights are you going to? <laughs> I, I don't really know about scales or heights, but I, I really want Wonky Woolens to kind of become a full-time job and we have some really big news coming out in the next week or so about that. But yeah, I just, I want to be stocked in shops. I want the Woolens to really grow and kind of reach more and more people. 
And will you always try and make sure that the product is made in Ireland? It's hard to say. Uh, you know, it's such skilled see, work. See, see, I'm checking you now. You yeah. see, you're checking, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's wherever you can get it made. I mean, we we, we were speaking with Torlick to Blockham uh, on Inishman, it was, Inishman, one of them, um, my head is fried. Um, and I always thought that, but they have these machines now making the hand knits, they finish them by hand, but making them. Yeah. But to a very high standard. Yeah, and it's difficult because with crochet, you can't use a machine. With knitting, you can always use a knitting machine, but with crochet, everything has to be by hand. And because the woolens are, are made with such a high kind of skill level, it's very difficult to find really skilled people to make them and keep them at that quality. So this then maybe is where small enterprises can set up in, in various villages or towns or anywhere in the world as long as they can crochet. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we, we were in Hedford yesterday and there's some fabulous crochet pieces uh, put out for St. Valentine's Day with hearts and everything on them. Um, and that's the first time I've seen crochet in a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, I think knitting's more popular, but it's it's great to kind of see crochet. I think it is making a big comeback with young people as well. Um, and did you win much, Chloe Gardner, when you won the uh, Google You're in Business competition? Well, with the Google You're the Business competition, we were able to win a customised digital, digital support from Google. So it'll really boost our visibility if you go to, ser on, to search for soft toys or baby gifts. Google will be able to help us get seen by more people. And they also gave us a thousand euro ad credit, so that'll help us with advertising as well. Um, yeah, it's 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 a lovely it's a love it's a lovely story, and you're going to stay with us even after. Yeah. Are you are you just ticking the box of college to get the degree and all that? <laughs> and are you? A bit, a bit. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do hope that Wonky Woolens will continue. I, I love the name on it. So I'm just googling them here now, uh, Wonky Woolens. Yeah. Uh, I just I'm, I'm just um, I think it's just lovely. I think it's a brilliant idea what you what you've done. Well, thank you. And I have I have it here, so I have, and we've got beanie hats and we've custom hats and every all sorts. Of, oh, you can shop. Oh, you have a, you have a nice you have a nice um, website. So you have well done. I'm not signing up. No, I'm not. In the midst of all this, though, can I tell them what you do? What's your pastime? Tell me. Um, I do a bit of bell ringing in St. Nicholas Collegiate Church <laughs> <laughs> on the side. <laughs> so you are the person over Christmas, you and your colleagues would have been the people over Christmas when we were um, in town and heard the bells being beautifully rung. You were the person that was doing it. Well, it was me and there's a good few others who've kind of joined us this year as well. We have a few newcomers into the bell ringing, so we were kind of training them up. But um, yeah, so it's, it's me and it's a couple of other people as well who are all ringing the bells. So are you... Related then to Reverend Linda Pilo? Yeah, she's my mum. Your mum? Yeah. <laughs> Good on you. Oh yeah, she did say that to me before that when you were into me. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you ever see yourself going the wonky woolens religion route? No, no. I think wonky <laughs> woolens will steer well clear. <laughs> I think you should go with wonky, make something for her, wonky. Oh yeah. Yeah, and let her go up and, and during Sunday service and yeah. and others will come up and say, where'd you get that from, Reverend? <laughs> and they'll all want one. Oh. You see, yeah. that's genius marketing right there. Yeah. Mm. Listen, it's lovely to have you in the studio. Well done to you. You're well done. You have, you have a great future ahead of you. <laughs> Thank you. You. Have, you have great products as well, by the way. Um, but you have a great future ahead of you. So keep keep up the good work. Thank you. Enjoy the college uh, from there. Congratulations, congratulations to Google. And you're a business competition. Well done to them on that. And uh, well done on winning the 1,000 euro Google ads, but also the backup that you got as well. And you started this at 15 years of age. Yeah, I was 15. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's crazy. You know, it's kind of, we're coming up to the anniversary now of when I first started the business and to see how far it's come, I think it's just 
And amazing. Is, is your granny, the granny, the relevant granny that you robbed from the attic, <laughs> is she still with us? No, no, she passed away recently, but, um, oh. you know, it's great that the wonky woolens can kind of continue on in her memory, I think. And did she know that you were doing wonky woolens or was she... She did, yeah, she knew about it. I think when I first told her about it, she was quite shocked, but um, I think it's really lovely that the wonky woolens can continue on. Listen... Uh, the bells are in good hands and the wonky woolens are in great hands. Good luck in uh, Birmingham at the weekend and enjoy that. And uh, when you have your major announcement next week, you might come back and tell us as well. I will. Thank you so much for joining us. Chloe Gardner for joining us uh, today on the programme. Quick commercial break. We're back just after these. Galway Talks, in association with Tesco. Find our award-winning Irish ranges in store and online at tesco.ie. Some of the comments in today. Hi Keith, we heard lately about a couple of towns opening bypasses and how well they benefited from uh, more business and improved access. How is Galway City any different if there was a vote? This road would have been built years ago. And the planning system and government are a failure. And look what happened in Gort. So says Chris to the programme uh, today. Uh, thank you. And that comes from Anne. Now I did get a, an, an email, uh, sorry, a, I did get a video in earlier on which absolutely stopped me in my tracks, I have to say. And it was the brutal murder of a chicken in a trailer. And I'm asking, I'm asking Chan outside if it's, I don't like feather birds. I've, I've, I've flipping have a, I've one of those kind of, what do you call them? Thingies. I've a, I don't like them. I run like hell. I don't, it happened as a child. I don't know what happened. Um, no, but feathered, feathered events. I, I just don't like feathered birds. Full stop. Stop being smart. I'm trying to do a radio program here, please. Um, but somebody sent me in this, and it's of a brutal murder, unless the chicken is dead, uh, by a young fella somewhere in the county. And we're trying to verify it. But if it's true, shocking. Absolutely shocking. Did the chicken run off? Really, John? So the chicken wasn't murdered? But was he stabbed? Sorry now, listen. Okay, we're not putting up on social media. Well, you can do what you want with it, yeah, but apparently, well, I saw the, the chicken being stabbed uh, quite a few times in a trailer. And then John tells me the chicken ran off. Chicken is more than nine lives. Anyway, let me focus, please. Uh, Galway Triathlon uh, Club are hosting a new members' evening. And according to the headphones, I'm going to a good male woman, Rosanna Loftus, as the beginner's officer. Rosanna, good morning to you. Good morning, Keith. Is being a good male woman, um, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a title that you deserve. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's great to see some male people uh, in the studio here, especially <laughs> with John. I did an interview with him for Midwest a few years ago for the All-Ireland Final. Yeah, really and truly. Mm. Yeah. Grandfather. Grandfather, yeah. Uh, grandfather was on the team. Yeah. Get away. Mm-hmm. His grandfather. Mine. Your grandfather. I am totally confused. Can we start again? All Not together? at all. It's, and he's putting a message in my head over there. So tell me a little bit about your new members evening, uh, Rosanna uh, Loftus. Where is it going to take place? So we're hosting it in the Porter Shed oh. at Doe, the brand new building, uh, this evening from seven o'clock. Um, so if anyone have ever had a thought about doing a triathlon, if it's ever crossed your mind, um, do come in this evening. It's just a really informal um, night that we're just going to talk about what we do, the club, our training um, if you want to do races, if you'd like to do a try a try in a few months time, we can do a training plan for you, so it's just an open evening for members to come in and learn a bit more. I always admire people who do triathlons, Donald Mann who's a colleague of ours here, is 
he really does an awful lot of them but he's travelled the world and a lot of people travel the world to do triathlons Absolutely um, we have a load of members that go overseas that have competed in the world um, in Hawaii and in Utah and uh, just last year um, but we can also do races here at home there's some great races there's one in Loch Ray this year in Westport um, so we do support the local uh, races that are on So tell our listeners then what is involved in a triathlon how long are you involved in the triathlon? Myself just two years so when I moved to Galway I was something I said I'd love to do and I reached out to Joanne and the people in the Galway Triathlon Club and they said come along come meet us um, so I went to the steps of Black Rock and I had a conversation and I signed up that evening um, what's involved in a triathlon it's three sports Keith so it's a swim it's a bike and it's a run um, and there's all different distances going from a try a try which is a really short race up to an Ironman um, so whatever you feel comfortable doing whatever training you feel ready for you can do um, a, a try a try a sprint an Olympic or an Ironman and how far have you got in this process after two years then? So I did a half Ironman last year with a number of new beginners who wow. also signed up two years after ago after two years after two years yeah so oh, it was would great. You, would you have come into this process very fit then altogether? Would you? Um, just a little bit, John. Like I would do so. Sorry, Keith. I do some running, but I never see swam. So one thing that we do um, with the beginners, and I did it myself two years ago, is we have open water s- sea swimming lessons with uh, a coach. So it's six people to one to one coach and it gets you really comfortable in the open water. So I was petrified of going in a black rock. Uh, so it was great to have the co- the coach guide you and help you break that barrier. This must change your life and give you disciplines and rather than going to Kennedy's with John Morley twice or three times a week, you must kind of stick to a process and and mind yourself. Absolutely. But like, you know, there's discipline and there's training and there's also social sides to it as well. Like I have met an amazing group of people here in Galway, um, you know, and it's 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 made my time here so enjoyable. I'm not being smart enough, but is it, is it an expensive Sport, uh, sport yeah. overall, I suppose when you add in um, the equipment you have to get. But like if you're looking at a racer bike, the, the bike to work scheme is fantastic. I did that myself, got a brand new racing bike. Cool. Um, wow. Runners, you just need for the running. And yes, you do need a wetsuit uh, for, for this for the swimming. Now, they're not that expensive. Uh, they're around, you know, 200 for yeah. for a good sea swimming wetsuit. Um, but membership then isn't that expensive. The, the Galway Triathlon Club membership is 70 for the year. And we have so much free training at track the sea swims on Wednesdays our group cycling uh, we've group weekends away um, so there's there's lots of free activities in that as well as coached pool swimming um, and coached sea swimming as well I mean for 70 euro years from there's nobody making money of that it's pure registration it is yeah and we put our costs into our coaching so we pay our coaches and just for general administration so wow. um, yeah that's how we operate you seem to, and Joanne herself is full of energy. My God, I've known Joanne for a long time, but she's always full of energy. But you seem to have that energy with you as well. I, I, I guess I always have. You know, you can't, you can't lack energy coming from Mayo, anyways. But <laughs> <laughs> and you have to, you have to be strong living in Galway. But um, I look, just think I leave here altogether. No, 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 just it's we have members, um, Keith, from eight years old up to sixty-six. So like it's incredible. We've two hundred members. So like it really is open to all. You don't have to be super fit, but if you just want to get out, try something new, a bit of training and a bit of fun. Um, it, it is a great, um, it's a great ecosystem and, and a community. Wow. And again, how many members do you have? Two hundred at the minute. Wow, that's yeah. some some achievement. So yeah. 
since 2004 they've, the club have done a great job Joanne really has been there a long time she has. So then, um, new members tonight, the Porter Shed, and if you want to get further details on that, which is Porter Shed Dole now? So it's the old Connacht Tribune building on Market Street, the don't brand tell, new. Don't tell me you've gone up onto the roof garden, are you? Not at all, no. We'll stay downstairs in the big in the big uh, event space. So Market Street, so if they want to go to Market Street between 7.30 and 9 tonight. Yes, we'll have pizzas have, from 7, if anyone wants to come in early. Is you might come yourself. Pizzas from 7? Yes. Is, is that 7 the bar or the restaurant? No, 7pm, oh. sorry. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and it kicking off at 7.30 then. And are you making them yourself? Not at all, getting no. them nearby, local okay. business. And uh, so you'll have pizzas and pizzas, then Pizzas and drinks. Yeah, just really informal, just there, have a chat and give everyone an overview. So very welcome to come along this evening. Good, good on you. And you say from young to 66 years of age? Yes, yeah, so we have a juniors club as well. There's about 40 members of the junior club. So that's eight years old up to 17. And we'd love for there, for there to be more children to take part in triathlon. And we've coaches um, specifically designated um, to the children's. But you see, it gives them a discipline, so it was. Yeah, it, it, no, so it, it does. It just gives them discipline. Absolutely. Us. And like if they're, if they're strong in one sport, this is where maybe they can learn num- some new skills in another sport. And can I ask you, do you have a favourite part of the triathlon? Or is that like, give me the name of your favourite child? No, um, at the minute, and hard to believe, I, it's the sea swimmer now is my, my new favourite. And it was the one I feared the most going into it two years ago. I absolutely uh-huh. love it. And you see us every Wednesday at the steps at Black rock the amount of us in our wetsuits hitting off on our sea swims um so wow. yeah so, so you wouldn't you wouldn't have had much access in mayo to the sea would you ah Clala, <laughs> Clala's not too far now keith i was just trying to get one up on you oh but i know but well, come on easy. you have one up on us after the final last year yeah mm-hmm. yeah we won't go there perhaps <laughs> now just now you have to be very careful too because he could lock the door and leave me in here all day and what would i do I from there just not just not good enough. Um, so Galway Strathlon Club, if you want to go along tonight, you can do so. And again, it starts at 7.30. They'll have pizzas from 7 uh, until 9. And uh, you can meet like-minded people from there, basically. Thank you. All right, listen, lovely to have you in the studio. And please, he said he's going tonight. Will you not let him go near any public house tonight, just for his own sake? I promise. Um, Rosanna Loftus, um, beginners officer with Galway Triathlon Club, thank you for joining us today. And being a bit of fun as well. I needed that after this flipping video. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Now I've got an email in as well. And do I have time to, to uh, read it? I'm going to try and get time to read it, so I'm here. Uh, I did get an email in and it said, uh, Keith, thank you for highlighting the daily traffic in the Nocticara area. Uh, which is very challenging. The next time you're in the area, drive around the area at Kappa Park and its surrounds and see the amount of new buildings and apartments that have been built there in the last 18 months. While the much-needed new buildings are welcome, there have been no improvements in local roads in the area or an increase in public transport to help the daily traffic chaos, which is complemented by the extra cars with the new buildings. Knocknacar is like a small town population-wise, and along with the daily traffic, it does not even have a post office, which means a commute to Westside or Barnum Post Office and extra traffic on the main road from Knocknacar. Uh, on a sidebar, uh, I note... Um, that McCroom, with a population of 4,000, had its 14-kilometre ring road officially opened by Minister Martin last December. And that's really what we have to look at from there, uh, this caller said. And another caller said, Keith, in relation to the ring road, let's just wait and see. Um, Just let's wait and see what's going on. 
and let the dust settle on this one. Some of the other ones coming in today too. Keith, uh, can I just say thank you to Anne McKeown for all that she does uh, from there. And uh, Keith, we're having throats blessed in Headford in Claren Church uh, during 10 o'clock Mass on Friday morning. And that comes from Noreen McDonough to us uh, today. And Keith, my fave place to eat uh, from pastimes um, was News at 10 located beside Corbett Court uh, entrance there. Uh, oh, the curry was divine. And that's Thomas from Ballyban today. Uh, Keith, why worry about problems local or otherwise? Sinn Féin have the answer to fix all. They keep telling us uh, that they will form the next government. So let us all take a push and a pull and relax. And that comes from... Um, that comes from Fergus today to the programme. And uh, Keith, are they still going to charge the rip-off departure tax there? And um, can we figure that one out? And another caller said, Keith, it's €41 euro per script for certain uh, exam papers that are corrected uh, from there. And hi, Keith, I worked in Galway for 28 years, now working from home. So for me, the chaos is somewhat over. Everyone is speaking about the city, but it also impacts on the county users. Buses and other public transportation or deliveries, etc., will still need to move on the road network, even when electric or hydrogen, but only four city bridges. The future of the city is lost. A ring road is needed to keep traffic, including electric vehicles, buses, etc., out of the city uh, when they just want to go uh, east to west and west to east to get around uh, the county. Until we get to a time like this, the Back to the Future movie, Marty, where we are going, uh, we need roads. Uh, what we now need in Galway City is rail, buses, cycling routes and car parking areas from the outskirts to access the frequent light rail and rail from the large commuter towns. But we still need some routes to get past the city without having to go into the city. How else can we bypass the city to keep traffic out of it without another bridge or a tunnel? So says Robert to the programme today. Robert, you're speaking sense, um, but sense has gone out the window, unfortunately, slightly on this regard. Uh, but you are speaking sense, so thank you indeed uh, for that uh, as well. If you want to get in contact with us, you can email comments at galwaybayfm.ie. That's comments at galwaybayfm.ie if you do want to uh, get in contact with us uh, during, during the day. You can do so as well. It's just um, comments at galwaybayfm.ie. Uh, also on today's uh, programme, we've, get, we've gotten calls from all over the place uh, today about the ring road, but also indeed about dogs and dogs barking at night time apparently in the Ballyban area can you please have a look at this if you don't mind uh, Keith every time there is a no confidence vote on this government Sean Kenny has voted to support them every single time including last July can you check the records if you're so smart from there I didn't say anything I didn't open my mouth and uh, the, another caller said uh, Keith the Green Party doesn't want a ring road it's a disgrace and uh, we need to look at this as well uh, we just need to look at all alternatives at this stage. We'll be coming back to that tomorrow morning at the programme as well. But we just need to start looking at alternatives across the board. On the telephone line today, uh, which is not just working for me right now because it just doesn't want to work for me on this side. Uh, Keith, I have, a lot of, um, I have a lot of roots of white lilies if anybody wants them. If they ring the station, we can get it to, to them from there. And uh, Keith, one of the best things that we ever did in this country... I was put a motorway between Galway and Dublin. I can now be in Dublin in two and a half hours if I need to be there for a medical appointment. I never thought I would see the day uh, that that would happen. But yes, uh, I am delighted that the day has come. 
and uh, other callers coming in there too complimenting Emma McKeown on that that's it for today though we're back with you live from Studio One tomorrow morning and tomorrow morning we have it's Friday so we'll be having a sports uh, view there and um, babies fed exclusively on breast milk significantly less likely to get sick an Irish study has uh, proclaimed uh, we'll be looking at Operation Transformation for Dogs that is happening in Galway as well so we'll give you details on that I know one dog that'll be going along there. And uh, also on tomorrow morning's programme, we have uh, more on that um, bypass as well. If you want to get in contact with us, as we said, comments at galwaybfm.ie is the best email address uh, to go to. But that is it for today. We will uh, be back with you tomorrow morning, just after the nine o'clock news. I want to sit down with John now and just go through this video, by the way, here that uh, came in today and just figure out where we send it or if anything was hurt I'm sure it's on social media some of you have seen it it's a young man allegedly stabbing a chicken but then apparently if you watch it to the end the chicken runs away but does the chicken survive and was it done for TikTok or was it not John Morey did uh, produce Jay Siobhan took your comments but from you it's really Keith Hillingen until we talk to you tomorrow after the 9 o'clock news for Friday's programme as we head into a bank holiday weekend I have to give a reminder myself have you said a good Thursday bye bye Talks in association with Tesco. Click and collect allows you to collect your order whenever suits you.